Genre. Hello? Chris, it's Scott. Oh, hey man, how's it going? <laughs> totally excellent, dude. Oh, um, okay, cool. Well, what's up? Not much, compadre. Just chilling out here at Mikasa. All right. Hey, uh, are you okay? You seem different. Oh, yeah, man. I'm totally tubular. I've just been listening to this bitchin' new podcast and scarfing down some zaz, you know? Right. Bitchin'. Totally. It's called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute, and it's a completely gnarly new show that breaks down, analyzes, and discusses the 1990 live-action Turtles movie one shell kicking minute at a time! Wait, one minute at a time? Like, a whole episode dedicated to just, like, one minute of the movie? Oh, hey Scott, hold on a second. Dude, I have got a boss new podcast to show you. Oh my god, it's like totally rad. You're gonna freak. Hey Adam, Rachel, uh, come in, I guess. Is that Scott? Put him on speaker. Yeah, he was just telling me about Teenage Mutant Ninja, Ninja Turtles, Turtles Minute. Minute? Excellent. Excellent. Rad. Dude, dudette, how totally mondo is that show? Totally, man. I like scope so many fresh new knowledge nuggets. I feel like my brain is going to explode. Yeah, and it comes out every day of the week, so I can just max and relax and score some serious turtle time. Chris, you have to motor over to DuelingGenre.com or wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute right now. Yeah, okay, I, I just... Am I going to start talking like that? Yo, Connor, don't be a spaz. Yeah, be wicked. Bodacious. Righteous. Fresh. So, bro, what's it going to be? You going to check out Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute or what? Well, I guess there's only one thing to say. Cowabunga! Yeah! Party! Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute, available July 31st on DuelingGenre.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Bueller, Bueller, Bueller. Welcome back, everybody, to Ferris Bueller's Minute Off, the fan podcast where we overanalyze the John Hughes classic Ferris Bueller's Day Off. One minute at a time. I'm Gary Roby. I'm Victoria Cope. And we have George with us. Welcome back, George. Hey, I'm back. Welcome back. Thanks for being here. I'm happy to be here. Having a good week. It's been uh it's been fun. I'm glad that we had like a real timestamp in, in this week, so we don't have to like try to attempt and figure out what time in the day it's supposed yeah. to be. Because sometimes <laughs> that, easy. the 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 classes and stuff was very complicated. I think it's going to get harder after this because after this we have like the baseball game and we have um, the museum bits and mm-hmm. the parade. Like, I don't know. We'll see how the time. I think we'll see Sloan's watch again. So we know how much time it takes, but I don't know. I don't know. We'll get there. It's about noon. That's easy. Sorry. I can deal with that. <laughs> Today we're talking about minute number 44. Minute 44 starts with Sloan describing Ferris and it ends with a clinking of glasses. So, so the maitre d yesterday asked, um, let me check the restaurant. Could you describe him for me? 
And Sloane looks over at Ferris and says, Leather jacket, white t-shirt, sweater vest. He's devastatingly handsome. But like right, right when she says leather jacket, we cut yeah. to the, the man <laughs> covering the phone and he's just like got this stunned, his mouth hanging open like, crap, I can't believe this right now. It's interesting though. It's 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 so apparently he's he's under the impression that she either is I don't know how does she know what he's wearing? Yeah, how does she describe his clothes? Maybe she's meeting him for maybe lunch. Maybe they were supposed to be. I don't know. I maybe maybe no they idea. worked together, and she was like, you know, like. But at the same time, why would she be calling and looking for him if they worked together? Something came up, and she's not going to be able to meet him, and she'd like to let him know. Yeah, possibly. So he just left without her, and now she's trying to catch up and be like, "Hey, I'm not going to be there." I don't know. I have no but idea. She would say devastatingly handsome. Devastatingly handsome. Obviously, Maybe she knows a Roman, but yeah, her very specific clothing choices are. Uh, yeah, it's like so. What's their dynamic in the Abe Froman world? Maybe Abe Froman wears the same thing every day. <laughs> he's one of those guys. He's one of those like, guys. Yeah, he's he's in like, his closet yeah. is just a bunch of outfits of the same, uh-huh. <laughs> like a cartoon character. Yeah, exactly. That's hilarious. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, she describes, yeah, she describes his clothes and not like his physical appearance, which I think would be harder for him to, I mean, if she said he had brown hair and it could match dimples, like, a lot like of I don't people. know, like, what, I don't know what you say. So I guess, I guess that does narrow it he down. He looks very bit, young but. for a sausage king of Chicago. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Looks more like a prince. He goes, hold on a moment. Just thank you. And he puts the call on hold. And then I want to see what button he presses. I think he does click over to that third line, the one that was the 770 line, when he picks up the the one that's Chicago police. Well, that's another thing. Like, Victoria makes a point. Why didn't he just say, Abe Froman's my father. I'm Abe Froman Jr. That is a good point. Well, that would have been a really easy. Yeah. It's like, okay, so you're the son of the Sausage King of Chicago. So, okay, you come from money. Okay, all right, fine. Sure, let's I, seat you. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I, I feel like that would have been a much easier fix rather than Problem trying to pull. Solved. I mean, not as fun, obviously, but an easier way to go about it. I think, yeah, Fer- I think if Ferris had thought it through, he could have pulled that off for sure. I think, I think that the, like, I'm going to have to call the police line just incited him a little bit. I, I think it, uh. It, it riled, riled it up. riled him up. That's exactly yes. It's exactly. He's, he this doesn't. He doesn't like me. being questioned. No, no. And then and then we get Cameron's like adult voice again. <laughs> he says, "Mr. Froman, this is Sergeant Peterson, Chicago Police." <laughs> Sergeant like Peterson. Sergeant Peterson. Like I like that he's still. It's the sl- it's still Peterson's Peterson. dad. Yeah. yeah. So he's doing that same. That's why it's the same voice. It's because he's is Sloan Peterson's dad, the sergeant of police. I highly doubt it. No, I don't that's think just so the either. Only but voice it's interesting that, that Cameron the, knows how to do. <laughs> that he knows how to do. He just always does the same. Always does the same adult voice. Chicago police. I told you this is go to. It's like uh-huh. I bet she's been doing it for like a long time, and it's like an ongoing thing between the two boys. Uh-huh. Like given well, given we what talked- we know of Cameron, it's probably his dad's voice. Ooh, that's his like. This is his, imp- his dad. Yeah, yeah that's his like yeah, you know yeah. talking about his dad. You know, yeah. 
Cameron, you'll never amount to it. No, I don't. That's that's sad. I don't like that. Yeah, I don't know. That's gotta be. That's gotta be where it comes from. We know that the real world uh, voice that he's doing is from like a director that both he and Matthew Broderick worked with on stage, which I think is a lot of fun because again, it's just like them kind of playing with each other, mm-hmm. which I think is great. The chemistry between the two of them is really funny, and then we get this really hard cut to them sitting at the table. <laughs> Do you think that he got off the fo- like he heard he heard. Uh, Cameron say Chicago police and then he like put the phone back down well, yeah because that was that thing in the in you know back in the day when you had corded phones you could pick up on a line but then you you know you would you would have had to speak as you were like actually talking to somebody so he probably like listen he's like oh no and then hit the button and then hung back up mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's when he goes and is like hey I'm sorry like let me get you a table we'll comp your meal well yeah yeah you you mentioned I do think that uh, that that is very plausible that they comped his meal here. So here's because they gave so, him trouble. So now we're coming to like the question I wanted to put a pin in earlier. So he tips the parking attendant five bucks. He tries to tip the guy with a dollar. Do you think that knowing he doesn't have a ton of money or much money at all, do you think this is he, he walked in there, picked a person? With a relative, you know, timber thing is like, okay, I'm going to do something and we're going to cause a scene and I'm going to get justified so that we can get our meal comped. So this whole mm. thing is a scam. I could, I could believe Ferris could, would totally pull something. And, and all of his like, what? No, I, uh, and it's just straight up acting and straight up pulling on a part. And then he, the thing is they don't know. So they're getting, yeah, he didn't let in Sloan and Fer- uh, Sloan so, and Cameron in on it. Yeah. So I feel like that would be more in line with his his personality. Ooh, to, to, that's very yeah. So do you slimy. do you think that that's how it is? I, I'm not gonna say slimy. I just say he's very like he thinks many moves ahead, and he knows he doesn't have the money to pay for a meal. Because I always question. I always wonder that. Like these are high schoolers. Whether or not they come from money themselves, they are high schoolers yeah. who get probably an allowance, maybe like you know twenty thirty bucks a week, and this is probably like a fifty dollar a piece meal. At, best yeah if not more than that i could totally i could totally believe that ferris walked in here believing that he's gonna get them a free meal something tells me he doesn't he wasn't saving up his pennies to go to chez louis on his day no. off or chez Cui. and chez so Cui. He, he is he yeah so he's like i think this i think this is totally a scam like from the start he walked in there like, all right, that's what that's what i do and he's just gonna play by ear and see how it goes and he you know, his whole purpose was to make a situation so much that he got a comp meal. Yeah. Yeah, I believe that. I totally believe that. And and this guy is is quick to uh, kind of go back on his word and be like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, I screwed up. Seats him at this nice table. I really, really love the painting. I, I'm pretty sure he wall. takes his job very seriously. Oh, he totally so does. He's all like, no, no, no. This no, is, no. His job is his life. Really he is beautiful. defined... No one cuts their mustache that way unless no. they are absolutely 100%. This is how I live my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. He he lives and breathes his major, major, major D role. Major D. Yep. Which I like. So they stand there. He looks very uneasy. Yeah. He's very, now that he's, he's like, seated, okay, he's like, well, he's been I beaten. stuck my foot in my mouth uh-huh. so hard. It's like, I appreciate your understanding. And then Ferris has the sickest burn when he says, don't think about it. 
It's understanding that makes it possible for people like us to tolerate a person like yourself. It's so eloquent, but it's so... Gross. Yeah. I freaking hate it. I'm just like, oh, (laughs) you're like a snobby rich person and you're talking down to the help. And it's just so sickening. I hate it. But the thing's like, he's not that rich. I feel like he is basically... Cameron's definitely more rich. Cameron is. No, but but it's not their money. He's browbeaten. Yeah, Yeah. it's not his money. It's like his dad is the one that has the money. Sloane's parents are well off. Ferris's are not, but he's probably like the least affluent of all of them kind of mm. live out in the suburbs you know that sort of thing and yeah and, and he's probably like of the three he is probably he's the smartest and he is the most agile when it comes to getting them in the situations but he is like as far as he probably does that cunning. because he doesn't have the same level of income as everyone else does mm. so he, he uses his wits to get himself yeah he's compensating by. yeah oh interesting so at this point he, he he's he like I said, this guy, he is a snooty maitre d' and probably lives in an apartment adjacent to a really nice area because, you know, Chicago is not cheap. But yeah. he, he probably makes way more than Ferris does, obviously. He has a yeah. real job. And, and so he's – while he is in a service position, he is more of a – you know, he is still a superior as far as that goes. So Ferris is yeah. taking a little bit of like pleasure, kind of like tweaking his nose because he's like – Mm-hmm. This is what you do with power, and you don't do it well. So I took this power from you, and I'm going to rub your nose in it a little bit because, as you know, it's funny. But at the end of the day, you know, he goes home to his, you know, his two stories split level house, or whatever. Yeah. With his parents yes. and his computer. And his computer. Uh, the the reaction shot that um, that Schmuck has when when Ferris says this, I think, is great. I, we get a lot of moments where we cut to someone with just their mouth open, like, uh. <laughs> like, excuse me? <laughs> Thank you. Ferris is like, don't mention it. Tells them <laughs> to enjoy their lunch. Enjoy your lunch. And it's like, it's like Cameron, his smile is almost like mimicking. Like I know. It's like, <laughs> like this fake. I really, I really love the smile that Cameron gives. <laughs> so, it's so I don't want to say quaint. Is that the right word? But I like it. Don't mention it. Eh. Oh, and then, oh, of course, we have the, the shot of Sloane. And she just, she looks so elegant. Yeah, despite she's being... so graceful. She is. Uh-huh. If Phoebe she's Cates, they're, they're if, all out of place If Phoebe here, Cates but... was one of my uh, childhood crushes, uh, Sloane Peterson was the other. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. I crushed on her super hardcore as a kid. Oh, my God. I still crush on her. Are you kidding me? Look at her. She's Come adorable. On. She was in she was in Legend and she was super cute in that too. Mm. I don't think I've seen Legend. Oh, Gary, you need to watch Legend. I know. I actually, despite the fact that we do multiple movies by minute shows, I haven't watched as many movies as I should. I think you should take Legend and put because it's got Mia Sarah just killing it. It's got it's one of Tom Cruise's first movies. Um nice. it's got Tim Curry in it. It's it's amazing. It's amazing. It's, amazing. it's also directed by Ridley Scott. Nice. I'll check it out. You should definitely check that it sounds, out. That sounds wonderful. And it's very I, creepy any, and anything dark. Anything from Mormia Sarah. It's creep, creepy and dark and like this great like weird twisted fairy tale. It's awesome. Nice. Nice. All these super dialogue heavy minutes feel like they go by so fast. I... 
I really, really like we get a shot when we cut to them at the table, when we see um we see the Mater D standing at the side of their table. The there's so many like flowers and oh, like, yeah. plants very and arrangements floral. in this. Uh-huh. It's very extravagant. Their chairs are colored weird though. They've got this like green and yellow and orange like stripe pattern. Yeah. But it matches they're, the flowers. I don't know, they're it does. It matches their flowers. It's uh it's nice. I like the um the set design in this place. I really want to know what the painting on the wall is, but I couldn't find any information about it. It looks like a it looks kind of like Versailles back in the old days, way before it like was built up and it was like, you know, just a just a just a weekend home that turned into yeah. like, you know, the seat of power in France for like mm-hmm. centuries. For centuries. It is it is this really like big elegant estate. Maybe that is the namesake of the restaurant Chez Hui. This is this is Chez Hui. And you know Hui I is like French that. for who. So basically the <laughs> restaurant is Who House. Who House. <laughs> it's a hoot. It's a hoot. <laughs> it's all connected. It's all connected. We did it, you guys. We did it. We solved the mystery. <laughs> oh, that is so silly. That is so silly. I can't believe how quickly we got through this minute. We're professionals, Gary. Like we are. We've been doing this for a while. Both of us have completed minute shows before where yeah. it's a tight week. We, we got know what this. we're doing. We got, we got this. this. Awesome. Well, I think that was all my notes. Yeah, I'm, I'm wrapped up. Cool. Awesome. <laughs> I'm just going to keep saying that. Awesome. Awesome. Come back tomorrow, you guys, as we wrap up the week with Minute 45. You can find us on uh, Facebook and Twitter and all of those things. Go check out the Mogwai Minute and binge on that show because it's fantastic. And come back tomorrow. I mean, it really is fantastic. Friday. I mean, just I really, I really hum- did like humbly speaking. No, <laughs> well, it's, it's funny. Good. It's, it's good. funny We're proud because, of it. it's like, fun. you know, I I watched the movie Gremlins because of you guys. Yeah, you did. And and I'm so glad I did because I actually really really enjoyed the movie when I finally sat down and watched it. And uh, but listening to the two of you was. It was a hoot. It was a hoot. Uh, it was a hoot. Awesome. Save Ferris. Chicka chicka. No. Victoria's just not happy. <laughs>